Welcome to Have You Got The Guts To Be Really Healthy? Chapter 4. Probiotics. What keeps us alive? Does my body really have an internal ecosystem? Where are my bacteria hiding? What happens when bacteria are destroyed? Where do we get our good bacteria from? What is the history of bacteria? All these questions and more will be answered in Chapter 4. Chapter 4. Probiotics. What keeps us alive? Science is now saying that we have an ecosystem within us that is non-human. Sound out of this world? It isn't. Does my body really have an internal ecosystem? The human body is host to trillions of bacteria. These bacteria play an integral role in our ability to function as a living organism. No living thing can exist without the presence of bacteria. Yet science is only now beginning to appreciate how big a role bacteria play in everyday health. Bacteria are the basis of our digestive systems and are the first line of defense for the immune system. We have over 500 species in our gut alone and the good gut bacteria support our immune system by protecting us from harmful bacteria. The more good bacteria, the less chance we have of getting food poisoning if we eat contaminated food. Without good bacteria overcoming the bad bacteria, the human body could not perform functions such as breaking down food, protecting sensitive body tissue, and absorbing nutrients. If nutrients don't get to the body cells, the cells will eventually die, and when cells die, they will eventually take us with them. To maintain good health as an adult, child, or expectant mother, we need a greater amount of good bacteria than bad. When the bad bacteria numbers become too high, our health is compromised in many ways. Without good bacteria protecting us from the bad bacteria, we are not able to digest our food properly and we are more prone to illness as our nutrient uptake is also compromised. This means we must keep our body's ecosystems well balanced. But unfortunately, many people today are not educated on the value of bacteria and its importance to body systems. Instead, countless people are loading their body ecosystems with chemicals such as pharmaceuticals, birth control pills, alcohol and antibiotics, as well as high levels of stress. These all create an imbalance of our good and bad gut bacteria and affect our immune and digestive processes. If your gut is in good condition, your wind emissions should have no smell as it is the putrefaction or bad bacteria that cause the bad odor. Another way to check if you have a balanced gut is the time you spend on the toilet. A healthy movement should take around 10 seconds from the time you sit down and should complete in a single motion. When your gut is in good shape, you will not need much toilet paper and the smell will be negligible. When there is a good balance of bacteria in the gut, bowel movements should be within two hours of eating a meal. Don often hears of people having movements once every so many days. Can you imagine what is going on in your system if waste and putrefactive bacteria are hanging around for days? Where are my bacteria hiding? We have different bacteria living in and all over our body. There are specialized bacteria that live on our skin. For example, there are more than six different varieties that live on our elbows alone. The place where humans store the most bacteria is the most important place for body functions, our gut. There should be over three and a half pounds or two kilos of good bacteria in a healthy gut. What happens when bacteria is destroyed? 
When you consider that our gut bacteria support our immune system, it makes sense that when these bacteria are consistently destroyed, so is our first immune response to our disease. In addition, our digestive functions are also compromised. A lack of nutrient absorption in our digestive system leads to nutrient-deficient cells, which eventually leads to disease. The more bacteria we kill, the higher chance we have of developing disease. As the hosts to our bacteria stores, it is our responsibility to manage our body ecosystems to ensure we have enough good bacteria to keep us healthy. Just eating good food and drinking pure water is not enough. Without our bacteria protecting us, we have no chance of being healthy. What kills our good bacteria? Chlorine, fluoride, pesticides, herbicides, birth control pills, alcohol, stress and antibiotics are the most common killers of good bacteria. But in today's world, there are thousands of chemicals that we are exposed to on a regular basis that also kill our good bacteria. Where do we get our bacteria from? The day a human is born and removed from the sterile environment in the womb is the first introduction to life-enhancing bacteria. As the baby moves through the birth canal, it picks up the mother's bacteria and, later, becomes exposed to the bacteria in the mother's milk. This process is responsible for establishing the baby's own gut bacteria and supporting its immune system. The quality of the bacteria in the birth canal and breast milk is governed by the quality of the bacteria in the mother's gut. The healthier the bacterial balance of the mother, the greater the chance the baby has for a healthy start. So what does this say about caesarean births? With figures for caesarean sections accounting for up to 30% of all births in most Western countries, there's an increased chance for newborn babies to have a lack of good bacteria introduced to their system from day one. Due to this, the World Health Organization has a policy that in the event of a C-section, the mother must get the newborn to the breast within the first hour. This is often difficult for a mother who's just undergone major surgery and is also a cause for concern considering the drugs used during the procedure are still live in the mother's bloodstream and therefore could affect the quality of the mother's breast milk. Pregnant women who suffer from symptoms of fatigue, irritable bowel syndrome and other gut-related conditions need to realize that their gut condition now impacts two people instead of one. If the mother has compromised gut bacteria and is malnourished, this will have an effect on the fetus, not only during the gestation period, but also from the moment of birth. What is the history of bacteria? To answer this, we have to go back in time billions of years ago. Don likes telling this story as a fairy tale. Once upon a time, there was a new planet. As it formed, it started to take shape with beautiful mountains, lakes and oceans bathed in sunlight every day. In the evenings, when the sun went down, the planet cooled down. It had a protective layer that kept an even temperature. It turned at the right speed and was on an axis so that in the future it would have seasons. Those seasons would see plants grow, give their fruit and flowers, and then return to the earth as a seed, so that the very next year the seeds would grow into plants again. But the planet had no plants at this time. In fact, it seemed to have no life at all. The planet only had its rocks, water, and volcanic gases that steamed when the water met with the hot volcanic lava. But if you looked close enough, you could see some life. You could see bacteria. These bacteria ruled the earth for billions of years until one day 
two bacteria united and created the first mitochondrion. This mitochondrion grew and grew. Eventually, many other mitochondria formed until they had the ability to form simple forms of life. And these simple forms of life later had the ability to create other life. As time went on, life forms became more complex and eventually plant and animal life evolved and all plant and animal life relied on their bacteria to survive, including human life. The history of bacteria has taken billions of years from their origin as a single simple form to complex life form as we know them today. As humans, we are the host of these forms of life. We share a symbiotic relationship with bacteria. Our body's bacteria depend on us to exist and we depend on them to stay alive. Understanding our bacteria. Like the health properties of water, the value of bacteria is not understood by the average human. Plant, animal or human, when bacteria are removed, it dies. When our bacteria are compromised by toxins and chemicals, we become ill. With thousands of varieties of bacteria, Don often wonders what difference it makes to take probiotics that contain only one or a few varieties of bacteria. We need to be in contact with a host of varieties of bacteria to make a real difference. In its natural state, our food contains what our body needs to survive, including varieties of bacteria. Organic or fermented foods, probiotic foods, are the best way to come in contact with more varieties than a couple of strains from the health store. The more we understand the value of our bacterial friends, the better we will understand how to improve our health. If only humans could learn from bacteria. Imagine there were thousands of planets, just like our Earth, with a population of 5 billion inhabitants each. And the intentions of every inhabitant on every planet was to keep the entire universe alive. That is how bacteria operate in the human body. They work in unison to keep the host alive. If bacteria carried on like humans, what state would our health be in, with all our organs fighting for supremacy? The host would not be able to survive with all that internal conflict. Don has great respect for bacteria. They set a good example of what can be done when trillions of them work together. Our bacteria play a leading role in our health, but they are given little respect for the role they play. Each time we use a drug, alcohol or disinfectant, we are killing bacteria which we need to survive. With all the disinfectants and household bacteria killers, are we experiencing less disease? No, we're not. Bacteria are necessary for life, yet we spend our time and money trying to kill them. Yes, we need to have surgically safe hospitals, and we must keep clean, but there is such a build-up of adverse press on bacteria that children today have forgotten what it's like to play in the dirt. Children are becoming sicker at younger ages and are developing cancer earlier in life. Also, conditions such as autism have increased drastically compared to the decades that precede us. Humans are responsible for the changes that have reduced health to the levels we see today. It's time to concentrate on what actually works and find ways to support our bacteria. It's time to work with the very thing that keeps us alive. It's time to learn from bacteria. Find a good probiotic food and see what a difference it can make to your state of health and the way you feel. Look for products that contain a variety of bacteria, especially products where the bacteria have been used to break down the foods. This gives us the released nutrients from the foods as well as the probiotics. Sauerkraut and foods that have been fermented offer not only the good bacteria but also a rich source of nutrition.
We are not what we eat. We are what we absorb. And without a good complement of life-enhancing bacteria, we not only have a compromised immune system, our digestive system has little chance of extracting the nutrients, vitamins and minerals from food that our cells need. When our cells are starved of nutrition, they die. And then we get an illness. And then we die. It's that simple. Therefore, a program of fermented foods with live, active bacteria is essential in our modern world. Fortunately, they are available, and daily use is our best interest. Go to www.haveyougotheguts.com for product options. I hope you enjoyed the chapter on probiotics. Unfortunately, many of the probiotics on the market don't come from natural sources. To find a range of good, organic, certified probiotic products, go to probioticfoods.com.au and experience the value of getting good, clean, natural probiotics that come with their own prebiotics. We are confident you will notice the difference in a matter of a few days.